So this is the Stay Healthy Experience hosted by Robert Ferguson Barber, Chris, and Daniel Baldwin, yep. who is shooting a pilot right now. And unfortunately, he uh, can't be here. We miss him. He met Katie and he likes Katie. Oh. And he's like, how is Katie doing? And I'm like, can I call in? Can I do something? So let me just open up, Katie, and say that Daniel says hi. Hi, Daniel. <laughs> and so does Michelle, right? Michelle says hi, too. Oh, hi, Michelle. Michelle. And I would say Adam would say, you know, hi also. Miss you, Adam. <laughs> who, who Adam is a friend of yours. Yes. Friend of mine. Okay. Um, and I had the opportunity a few months ago to meet Katie at mm -hmm. a nice restaurant in, in L.A. Mm -hmm. And uh, thanks to Adam. Mm -hmm. And we met and and here we are. Yeah. Yeah. Just it was like my birthday, actually. That's it was right. your birthday? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, happy belated well, birthday. <laughs> it was months ago. <laughs> so on, on your birthday, like, does anything totally change for you, or is it kind of like you treat it like just every day? Uh, I mean, I feel like after 30, it's kind of like it's all the same. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. See, I didn't even think you were 30. Oh, well, thank you. Nice. I know. Yeah, Thanks. she's younger than 30. Oh. Well. I mean, you're what, almost... <laughs> easy i know easy. that's right be nice that's right i just turned 47 47. no no yes oh my goodness yeah yeah that's why i she... would never ever think that oh thank you so and when much. she works out like whenever she's in the gym working out here we go she's always we looking go. at herself in the mirror like every <laughs> every exercise move and actually daniel does the same thing oh see yeah because we're watching our form okay that's what it is <laughs> right daniel we're watching our form yeah <laughs> Now, so let's start off by, you know, like you're on this hit TV show mm -hmm. and you have this really cool, amazing life. And <laughs> as part of this amazing life, you were born and raised in Utah. Yeah. So did you grow up Mormon or are you Mormon? Uh, no, never have been. <laughs> Still not Mormon. But yeah, I was in Park City and I think... It's a little bit different from the rest of Utah. There, were, I mean, there's still still a lot of Mormon, you know, but I feel like a lot of the people who moved to Utah, moved to Park City, were always from somewhere else. Like my mom was from Southern California. My dad was from the East Coast. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of like the story for a lot of people. So, um, so yeah. How, why did they pick Utah? Yeah. Uh, my dad, well, they met there. My dad... Uh, was living there working for ski resort just kind of like supposedly for a season mm -hmm. but kind of just ended up staying there <laughs> and then they were sort of dating long distance and then my mom ended up moving there and they decided to just get married and raise a family there but it was I mean it was such an amazing place to grow up mm -hmm. and raise kids it was you know safe and we were able to just sort of run around town mm -hmm. and hop mm -hmm. on the city bus and <laughs> You know, it was it was a really amazing, beautiful, mm -hmm. beautiful place. Yeah, Utah so you, is so beautiful. It is it's, beautiful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you grew up there for the majority of your life there. Yeah, until I was um, 20. And then okay. I moved to Los Angeles. Wow. Yeah. Now, did you come to L.A. Mm -hmm. for entertainment? For the dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, for the for the dream. Yeah. Okay. So or was the dream 14. in you like when yeah. you were eight years old? You know what I mean? Yeah, I always wanted, I, I you know, I always like to do plays and yeah, I was very into like performing and acting and wanted to do the modeling. So mm -hmm. that was always really what I wanted to do. I did, I did after high school, I was like, okay, I should try college. I uh -huh. think that was important to just give it a college try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and after a semester, I just was like, this is not for me. I didn't want to, you know, have college debt. So I just was like, okay, that's not for me. I just sort of worked for some time until I was ready. 
until I felt like I was old enough and I had mm-hmm. some, you know, experience out in the world living on my own and then could make the move to L.A. and felt like I could, you know, survive. Yeah, like what, what? is that like? You know what I mean? Like modern uh, day, you know, cause you hear stories. Like I remember Taraji, um, mm-hmm. actress, she was, she was sharing how, <clears throat> I mean, she's a single mom. And she just went for it. Oh, like I mean, you don't you don't have a job. You're like, I'll figure it out. I got a little bit of money, and you know, for her, you know, it worked out. Yeah, you just gotta just go for it. You, you, it's hard to really just plan and have a plan in action. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't have a lot of money. I slept on my brother's couch for like a good month or two. Okay, and, so you had a sibling here. Oh, yeah. So, okay, my sorry, brother yeah, was going yeah. to like film school and was working. Um, and so I just stayed with him and his roommate on the couch. And then I found some roommates and we found a place. And I did have a job when I moved out here working as an assistant to a, like a fashion uh, stylist. Oh, cool. And I was working like eight days a week. I worked like nonstop. <laughs> it was it was great because a lot of my job was in the in my car, mm-hmm. uh, like running around you know showrooms or running errands. And so I had to learn the city very fast and how to get around. So I that know. there was a, there was a plus in that. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have time to go on auditions or didn't have time to take an acting class. And you know it was great. I had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't able to do what I, you know, sought out to do here. Right. So I did that for about six months and then left that job and then started working at a restaurant and <laughs> got into acting classes and got some headshots and then, you know, started that whole grind. Mm-hmm. That life sucking. <laughs> Soul sucking. You no, know, it, was, it was really, it was fun. And I, you know, I loved it. Loved it. And but then from no. there, I mean, that led to. Oh, yeah. Would that you say was, that led to kind of right. what you're doing today, or? Uh, yeah. I mean, taking restaurant job after restaurant job, and then you know, ended up working at Sir Restaurant, and then, yeah, the next thing you know, they start filming Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, mm-hmm. and then um, about two years after working there, um, they were like, we we want to do a show here about the staff here mm-hmm. and you know who's interested and me and like my, my you know best friends at the time who I'd met there were like we right. got to sign us <laughs> up yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that yeah that's how it happened so I mean the whole time you know you're you're grinding going to auditions you know working at a restaurant and hoping you know to to get a job that's gonna you know put you on tv right you don't think that taking a job at a restaurant is going to be, you know, right. the, the ticket. The vehicle, yeah. yeah, it's it was. Yeah, it was crazy. So how long had or how much time had passed since you I guess when you got there and then the, the show actually started? Um, so I I started there in 2009 and it was two years later. Well, it was, well, it was like 2000. <laughs> I'm trying to our show, our season one premiered in 2013, so mm-hmm. 2012, actually, mm-hmm. that we... Okay, so about three years. Yeah. Filmed. Yeah, about, yeah. Wow, oh, the, your show has been on that long? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's our, our season eight is airing right now. Whoa. I know. No, okay, and, and <laughs> I feel... It's wild. Like, okay, mm-hmm. so, like, for me, um, 
like a lot of people, I don't watch a lot of TV, mm-hmm. but I do watch YouTube and I'm good at going <laughs> online and, and all that. Yeah. Right. Uh, and there's things that I do watch. Mm-hmm. But when I first learned about your show was when I was at Adam's restaurant when you guys came out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, what's that? And everybody's like, what? what's wrong with you? Like, <laughs> I mean, I'd be in that boat too. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. just sitting there, but my, my 12 year old, she knows all about your show. Oh, really? 12? Yeah. Well, she, <laughs> I guess they make comments young. on TikTok or. I mean, 12 is pretty young. Yeah, she, <laughs> I wouldn't say that's our like target no, demographic. Not. Well, she's aware of the show. She's she doesn't aware. watch it, I don't think. But, okay. Yeah. Well, I know she doesn't, but she's very aware of it. Like when yeah. I said Vanderpump, she goes, oh, yeah. Okay, right. Sure, yeah. Well, we <laughs> know that did. name, yeah. But in the show, like, do you guys still work at the restaurant? Um, Not anymore. Okay. Not, yeah. So uh, everything's this, changed. Starting oh. this year, yeah, I know. Um, my, so my husband and uh, this other guy, Tom, they partnered with Ken and Lisa, who are two of the owners of Tom Tom. Mm-hmm. And they own Villa Blanca and also Pump some other restaurants in, in LA mm-hmm. and they open up Tom Tom with them. So they're like junior partners with them. And so that's been like something new. Mm-hmm. So it'd be like, new so there could be a whole nother show. It's another spinoff. Right? right. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things, <laughs> a lot of different paths that the, the show could take. And I think it's like, let's just see where this can go. I think we got a lot of miles left in us. And I think we're all kind of like growing in some ways, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? <laughs> we're still we're still like kind of big kids. We definitely get into the trouble, and it's the same kind of like debaucherous behavior. We like to party, you know. We like to go out and have some drinks for sure. Um, but you know, we now we've we've bought some homes. We're uh, like we're married. Jackson Brittany on the show just got married this past summer. Mm-hmm. My friends uh, Saucy and Bo are getting married later this year. So we are growing up. And then, you know, we're talking about starting families. So there's this whole new chapter in our life starting that I think the people that have been watching us these past eight years, mm-hmm. I think would be interested in, in seeing, hopefully. So, yeah, we're not at the restaurant anymore causing that kind of trouble. <laughs> but, you know, but there is still <laughs> some trouble to be had. So we'll see. Is it strange, especially probably the earlier seasons, just how weird it must be to have a camera crew following you? Does it take away your your ability to be authentic or like really you? No. Do you feel like you have to like, you know <laughs> what I mean? That's what makes it work is that you can be you in front uh, of the camera. It was or did weird. it take time to get there, I guess? Uh, no, mm-hmm. it took about 20 minutes. <laughs> 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 I you would, th- you would think, and I guess for a lot of people, like they you know are very much aware that there's a camera there yeah and it it would take time to feel comfortable and you know but after a few drinks you forget but (laughs) like I mean now it's it's almost weird when they're not there I guess but yeah you just we just just live our lives the same way that we would if If they weren't there you know we've Mm -hmm. gotten we've just gotten used to just being just very open and authentic and just if we're if we're going to get in a fight with our husband or with our friend we're going to get we're not going to censor ourselves mm-hmm. you just got to see i it's more entertaining sorry, that so way this yeah. is what my, my gut is telling me this about you <laughs> okay because it's like so when i met you you have this energy that is infectious oh and it's because you feel it feels real like it's it's uh, i mean you'll pick that up as we're as we're talking mm-hmm. But there's just this part about you that's very um, intriguing, and I think um, people just feel they can relate to you. Mm-hmm. 
Like you come across like in a way where like everybody from Beverly Hills to little town in Missouri goes, <laughs> I like her. <laughs> and that's why it didn't surprise me mm-hmm. when, you know, we mentioned Katie and Michelle. Right. Was like, I love her. I love her. <laughs> She's my favorite. <laughs> oh, well, that's yeah. really nice because I feel like not many people. <laughs> that, that might be an unpopular opinion, but thank you. <laughs> well, I mean, I picked that up. And so this morning I was like, OK. You know, let me like let, let me go online. So I went online because yeah. I hadn't seen anything. <laughs> <laughs> so it comes up and there was a you, were, you guys are all sitting. I think it was it was after one of the shows or the season was over uh-huh. and everybody was talking and you share with them your the, the accident you were in. Yeah. Oh, right. And mm-hmm. I was like, like, I think when people have like situations like that that happens in their lives, there's this compassion and empathy that they own. And that you can feel it from them and it makes you want to like them. I just felt mm-hmm. like there's a humility about you and to go through anything is tough. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was a, that was a tough, I mean, my only time seeing you on there was that <laughs> moment. <laughs> yeah. Can you share about that? Yeah. I mean, it was, that was a very, I mean, life changing moment. So it was, it was actually like right when I got hired at Sarah's in 2009 November and I was uh, hanging out at a friend's house. It was just a few of us and um, we went up on the roof and there was a big skylight, huge. And I sat on the edge of it and it was an old glass. And I mean, skylights are not supposed to break, but it broke. And I fell about 25 feet and landed on a staircase below. It was like a staircase and I had hit my mouth on like a, handrail and fell back and hit my head so I had uh, broke my jaw broke my collarbone Mm -hmm. ribs and had a brain injury it was a subdural hematoma so Mm -hmm. I went to ICU I don't remember any of it thank God Wow. Um, but yeah I was in ICU for a couple days Mm -hmm. to you know they had to watch um, obviously for brain injury to make sure Bleeding had stopped, and then um, they transferred me out, and then I was out of the hospital. But it was like a long, you know, recovery. Right. I had my jaw wired shut. Then I had to have a plate put on my jaw to make sure it healed correctly. And then, obviously, you know, with mm-hmm. broken bones and like just all of that. Then having uh, dental implants and just yeah. just like the the physical healing took quite some time and then after that like I dealt with a lot of like PTSD and survivor's guilt and then bouts of like depression and just a lot of mental and emotional like healing and just being you know 24 25 facing you know mortality in a weird way that you shouldn't have to deal with at such a young age when you have like you know your whole or supposed to have your whole life ahead of you and now you have these like weird thoughts in your head of just like well maybe I don't have my whole life ahead of me and like what does this mean? And, and how do I just go and live my life and try to be carefree and try to not like take things too seriously or it just, just trying to unpack those things Mm -hmm. in your head was hard. And, and, um, yeah. And it, and it changes your personality in a lot of ways. I bet too. So I definitely, my, you know, patience and my tolerance and everything was like shifted so 
and it, and it it went on and it still it still was there with me you know it's you you lose like a little bit of yourself mm-hmm. like you're never like the same person again and that was a bummer to me <laughs> to put it lightly but like <laughs> it was a bummer i was just like always just wanting to feel the same again and i can never feel the same again so now after mm, after yeah. after going through that and now as you meet fans yeah does that come up a lot do people make comments about that since you shared it like on national television yeah and a lot of people have um similar stories of of very traumatic events and um accidents and injuries that they've had that mm-hmm. you know so they there's a lot of relatability there and it's nice to feel not alone yeah. and um i'm really grateful when people come to me and share their experiences with me um, and just their willingness to be open with me about that um, and just having that sort of level of understanding and compassion yeah. for sure. Is there anything that you shared um, you know, through the show that surprised you as far as how well it related to other people? Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's a lot of things, but... Um, I think my accident for one Mm -hmm. and then also uh, struggles with, you know, body image for sure has been a big one because, you know, um, that I think obviously with women, especially Mm -hmm. with like the media and, you know, trying to maintain healthy body image when they put out this like projected image of like what you're supposed to look like or what beauty is or what's acceptable or what, you know, that, that can be difficult, especially when you have social media and trolls and everyone (laughs) telling you and trying to, you know, reminding you, you know, it's, it can be very difficult trying to, you know, feel comfortable on your skin and trying to love yourself every day while your body's, you know, changing mm-hmm. and trying to, you know, um, tune out that noise can be yeah. difficult. And so trying to to have that voice and, and be vulnerable and, and everything like that can, you know, be difficult. But when I can be candid as possible about that and then have people be, you know, receptive of that and... Yeah. And, you know, trying to trying to speak in like speak about body positivity in a way that is like um, healthy, but, you know, like. Uh, what am I trying to say? Well, I, I mean, I get what you're saying because <laughs> yeah. it's, it's almost like you. I mean, one, she loves herself. You, yeah. you love who you are. Yeah. But like you said, you have these trolls or these people that yes. always got to make a comment. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. And they just want to constantly like, throw it out and there. And I'm sure they're nasty. Like, how do you, I oh, mean, do yeah. you stay, do you read it or do you just go, I'm not looking at all Yeah, that. right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I want to be able to interact with people and because there's still a lot of like wonderful supportive people and I want to make sure that I, you know, give the love back to them. Yeah. In order to do that, I'm going to have to see some of the negative stuff too. So some, for a long time, I just was like, I'm not going to look at any of it, you know, but then you're ignoring a lot of the positive, amazing people that are very supportive. So at this point I've, I I don't know. I, it, it doesn't affect me as much. I just, I know it's there and it's the same, same stuff. That people say like, oh, like it's the same like pig icon right. that they just write over and over or like oh fatty God. this or like 
and it I just it, it's almost like I'm desensitized to it in a way which is like really sad because like I just feel like I, it just shouldn't be there in general mm-hmm. but I just am less affected by it now right I you guess. have thick skin now like to that yeah mm-hmm. I guess but well, you know mm-hmm. like I was I was thinking like wh- there was a day where I, I literally wanted to give you a call because I wanted to talk to someone who I that would get what I was trying to like what I wanted to vent mm-hmm. and it was Lizzo the singer uh-huh. yeah and so Julian Michaels had made a comment uh, that she's unhealthy she's overweight mm-hmm. and it bothered me when Julian made that comment because right. we don't know what her body composition is right. right and there's a lot of people who look a certain way but they're they're healthy as a horse yeah. mm-hmm. and I just felt that that was so negative coming from a, a person of authority or influence mm-hmm. to make a comment about someone yeah but then I was really happy that Lizzo, she don't care. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't care. Right. So I went on TikTok and I was like, yeah, she don't care. <laughs> She's just owning it. I, I mean, love Lizzo. Yeah, you need yeah. to go on TikTok. And, I mean, Lizzo throws it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my I daughter's there like, Daddy, you want to see Lizzo? I was like, yes. <laughs> and we did our my first TikTok the other day. And we were looking. I'm like, all right. <laughs> yes. I mean, hey, I, I'm a supporter of Lizzo and, and uh and the word is out there. I told her I would I would work with her in any facet right. of, of health, but I would not be the first one to say she's unhealthy. I know. So nobody knows that. I mean yeah. we don't know that. Yeah. That's just like, yeah, why would you It was just like irresponsible yeah, of Julian exactly. Michaels to make the comment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It really was. I agree. For and sure. so that's what I wanted to call I was like I think she probably think I'm weird now. You know? <laughs> no. I'm like, I'm serious. Cause I was this, I was really heated. Yeah, I was bothered because there's so many people that are are being body shamed mm-hmm. by people who are just it's their their opinion. Yeah, and then it gets taken as like the gospel. It's right. horrible. Yeah, and I guess mm-hmm. like you know, and especially with through social media, especially for someone like you too, you hear it so often. You know, and just it's just like this constant, like you said, it's just noise. And it, as much as you try to mute it and get rid of it, like, you know, it's there. And yeah. How that impacts your your efforts, you know, and you just can imagine just let's say even with my own personal uh, weight loss clients, you know, they're dealing with their own struggles, too, let alone not with thousands and thousands or who knows watching you watching you yeah. and picking yeah. apart every little thing. Oh, yeah. And I'm looking at you and you look you're beautiful. Well, thank you. You know, and. Just how nasty people can be and how that just impacts someone's journey just to try to make themselves better. And I don't even know if I had a question, but it was just a comment, like how you, you know, just deal with that. Yeah. You know? No, it, it's it's hard, too, because it's like as much as you realize that these are the opinions and comments of people mm-hmm. that you don't know. And so you can't put too much value in it. It's still pollution. And it's still it, 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 when you see it. Mm-hmm. It's going to creep in. You're only human and it yeah. will be toxic to you and it will start to affect mm-hmm. you, you know, and and when you're trying to, you know, work on yourself and feel good every day, mm-hmm. it's going to weigh on you and it's going to have an impact no matter how strong you are, no matter how focused you are, no matter Absolutely. what. And that's what I don't, I don't think people understand. And so when people mm-hmm. like feel emboldened that they can be the authority on something to yeah. say to say these kind of things they don't understand like they might not think when they're sitting behind their keyboards that yeah. it's gonna mean anything it absolutely does right yeah so. and you can't jump in there and fight well look at your head you know <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to though you know, right. she put it i like how you put that though it's pollution Mm-hmm. It really is. It's pollution. It's and it comes in different ways. Like I'll, yeah. one thing I, I share with clients mm-hmm. all the time, 
Okay, and this is a tip for anybody who's watching <laughs> is I'll never forget I was um, watching Oprah Winfrey. She was on the Johnny Carson show mm-hmm. and Joan Rivers was replacing like he wasn't there and he she oh, would right. always replace him. Mm-hmm. And so Oprah, she's like on her way up. I mean, I think she had just done color purple or something. And so she's on the show uh-huh. and Oprah has shared this many times as you can even Google and, and, and find her talking about it. And Joan Rivers looks at her. She goes, hey, good, welcome to the show. And Oprah's like, yeah, good to be here. And then Joan <laughs> Rivers out of nowhere goes, boy, you're fat. <gasps> like on national television. So how do you get like that? Like, what do you what do you do? Oh, my God. <laughs> so Oprah's like, uh, I guess I eat a lot of chips. And then they kind of giggled about it. And then Joan didn't let her off. So they talked a little bit about why she was on there. And then toward the end, she goes, look. I want you to come back on the show, and if you lose 20 pounds, I'll donate a certain amount of money to a cause. So what is Oprah going to She goes, okay. Oh, my goodness. So she gained 20 pounds. <laughs> so that's what I share with clients. I go, sometimes you know how you want to improve the shape of your body, but what will stop you from doing it is you don't want other people to think that it was them that made you be successful with that. Hmm. And so you sabotage your own potential just because it's really not coming from you, even though you want it to come from you. And I can see that in social Uh, media where everyone's like, look at her now. She's finally losing weight. And you want to be accepted for who you are as a spiritual being. Right. Yeah. And not because you lost weight. You look a certain Mm -hmm. way. I don't know. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Oh, my God. And I've seen that really slow down quite a few people. So then it goes back to like coming up with a reason why. Mm-hmm. and then staying focused on that reason like why you're, you're doing it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like if, if I said, all right, Katie, Mm-mm. we are going to, you're going to be Batwoman. And to get in that costume, we got to drop 20 pounds. <laughs> that makes it easier for you to make that happen because now it's about for that role and no one can say, you know, I'm not doing it for you guys. I'm doing it because it's part of my career and my job. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like when Denzel Washington did yeah. Hurricane, he got ripped. Right. But it was, he was going to play a boxer. So it kind of just gave him the energy and it made it okay when he was with this group of friends. They go, oh man, you got to eat this brownie. Dude, I got a movie on Oh, that. right. You know what I mean? It made well, it yeah. so much easier because you have this he could put thing. it on that. You have this thing to like focus on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's kind of like I know like with Daniel when it comes to recovery, you know, he won't let himself be in a room or an environment where everyone's drinking and, and doing all that because it doesn't help him stay in recovery. Right. It doesn't right. serve him. Yeah. And he's not going to be that guy that's just going to fight through it. He's going to say, hey, yeah, I'll be back when you guys are done with the drinks, um, but I'll be outside doing this. And I've seen yeah. him do it many times. But everyone's okay with it because they know he's in recovery. Mm-hmm. So if he wasn't in recovery, then what, what would we do? We would say, Dude, come, come on, on, man. Right. Dude, come Try on. You know what I mean? Him. You give him like give yeah. him a hard time and then he would probably stay. Right. But because he's in recovery, we're way more accepting to not give him a hard time. Correct. Yeah. We know. We know why. The why. Right. It's like when you think about it, like mm-hmm. with every client, you like if you say, uh, I'm gluten gluten sensitive. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I'm sorry, I didn't want to push the bread on you. <laughs> <laughs> It gives people a way out. I don't want to throw it at you. Yeah, or you say, no, if I eat that, I may explode. <laughs> like, what was that Jumanji when... Uh, Jumanji. Did you see that yes, movie? Yes, I did. Remember he ate cake? That was cake. That was his weakness. Yeah, what was, uh, that's um, Hart. Uh, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Yeah. Did you ever see Jumanji? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was hilarious. <laughs> like, total, yeah. I just I, watched it, like, recently. Like, yeah, that yeah we saw it, yeah. And he blew up. I was like, oh! 
<laughs> that it's was great. That was, and then I watched part three, fell asleep. I hadn't seen the yeah. No. I did. I saw. Yeah. It. Did you like it? Yeah, I did. Okay, yeah. maybe I was tired. Yeah, you maybe just yeah. Because I'm saying it, was, it didn't compare to like part two. It part was two was hilarious. It was good. You know, and part well, I actually like part one. My, that was my favorite. <laughs> the very first one. The very yeah. The I mean, one with Robin you, Williams. You right? can't like the original is always gonna be. Yeah, of course. Like, yeah. That's a good original. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. So, but part. But they're three, all good. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't so, know. So we only have like, we have like five minutes. Okay. You know. I mean, <laughs> just we're done drilling you, right? <laughs> well, no, I mean, it's just, it, it's funny. I, I kid you not, I thought about calling you because I wanted to vent on that whole thing. So if I ever call you, I'm just calling because sometimes people just don't get it. No, yeah. You know, and I just think yeah. that, if, you know, when you meet someone that you believe gets something, then it's nice to be able to speak to someone knowing that you're being heard. Well, next yeah. time call me up because, <laughs> because I'll probably be like oh my god same right. <laughs> now do you have any questions before we uh, say goodbye um well I was just wish when she came in earlier I just asked her how because I know you're you're she's getting coached and she's going through the whole diet free life process and I was asking her how she was doing and so I wanted to find out like what you find is the most a couple things what is most helpful for you so as a client and then the things that you struggle with what would help you? No, makes sense. Hmm. hmm. Okay. Um. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. So the first one would be okay. So if you can answer, um, like the things that you've struggled with. If whether, I was your next door neighbor, it'd be easier. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well, I mean, always the dieting in general, like following diets, never worked. And mm-hmm. it, to me, it always felt like. It was temporary. It wasn't sustainable when you were trying to eliminate things from your diet. That was right. it wasn't realistic to me to say like I'm not eating this right now, or I'm mm-hmm. gonna only follow this. Mm-hmm. I I had to be able to feel like I was this was something I was gonna be able to just implement into my life. It was right. gonna be like a lifestyle change. It was gonna be eating real food. I was gonna be able to go wherever. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm often not at home, so I can't be something like well I have to like prepare all my meals it needed right. to be something that was like approachable and realistic okay and so for me it was just it, it when when robert sat and told me like what it was i was like why does this make so much sense like <laughs> it just it just it just made so much sense to me and it just felt like i was still eating everything that i loved mm-hmm. and i didn't miss not eating certain things especially in the beginning not eating like fast carbs like mm-hmm. certain stuff like bread I was like oh man that's gonna be <laughs> awful but I was still eating like things that I I loved I was still you know yeah. having like cheese and like I love black beans so much so like yeah. I like, but you know so I wasn't and, and I was feeling really good and I felt full and I you know and I could still have some tequila so there were I wasn't feeling like I was missing out on life. I wasn't feeling like I couldn't go out to dinner. I, like all those things that diets right. like, like restrict you from. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like, okay, like this is, this is not, you know, this is something I can do and nice. stick to, you know? And, and then when, when I started feeling like I was seeing results and feeling good and having energy and, you know, I, that, was, that was a big thing. It was like I had yeah. not been seeing any results and when i started seeing the results then i started feeling really good we, Heck yeah. we, we even worked out together oh that's awesome well, not in person <laughs> i sent her one of the workout videos oh. and it was really hard <laughs> actually i gotta yeah. I, I really hard to give you. 
Oh man, yeah, I was like, I was like, awesome. I was like uh, please tell me the other people say that. <laughs> and he's like, other people say that. I'm like, well, don't lie to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then the the things that I've roadblock. Um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, she doesn't. She's. I mean, she's really got it. Like, she's, yeah. yeah, she's doing I think, great. No, I think I think. Right when I started feeling like, okay, maybe I need like a little bit more variety, then he was like, okay, like maybe have a fast carb in there once in a while. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, rice. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, otherwise, like, it's, I feel good. Like, I just, yeah. I mean, life nice. is good. Life is, hu- yeah. And your husband, I really like your husband. <clears throat> I do too. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he's a cool dude. Like, he has a really yeah. good vibe, energy about him. And uh, you can tell how much he loves you. Oh. Which is it's always good to like see that you know because I've I've given that a shot and it didn't work out for me. <laughs> oh, don't give up. I'm not giving up. <laughs> you know there's hope. hope. Yeah, keep hope alive. That's right. But uh, it doesn't always you know. Whereas the couple that we were talking to earlier that was here, they've been married 37, 37 years. years. Yeah, like, what so is that cute. like? They're so cute. And they were in oh. love, man. You could like, no, you, yes, they were like yeah. connected, like just right there. Yeah. I love that. Awesome. Which is good. And, you know, mm-hmm. one of my mentors back in the day was this guy named Jack LaLanne. And Jack LaLanne, the yeah. fitness, the yeah. father of fitness. Mm-hmm. He was married for over fi- almost 60 years with Elaine LaLanne. Oh, my God. Uh, let's throw Elaine LaLanne. LaLanne. Yeah. That's like that's Yeah. I mean, they were like, <laughs> and when I was around them, I mean, you would think they just met like two weeks ago. I mean, and this was Aww. after 50. I mean, seriously. Oh my. And he still flirted with all the other ladies in the room, but <laughs> that was just his personality. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, but Elaine knew, yeah. or and, he knew. And he made it very clear every time I was around him, like you're talking 88, 89, 99, oh 91, mm-hmm. he was like very sexually active. And I was like, you know, I really don't even know, <laughs> know all that, Jack, but hey, you know, thanks for sharing. And then, so, and then his wife's in the background just like, like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, they, had, they, they had it going on. But mm-hmm. the one thing that they learned early on, and this was a good tip, because mm-hmm. I went, like I would go to his house up in Morro Bay, is that in their home, it was one story, at one end of the house, he had a room that was his gym, his workout room. Uh-huh. And on the other end of the house, she had her workout room. Oh. So they learned that we don't work out together. So <laughs> That was he, their thing. That was Well, I've experienced that. You know, it's cute at first. Uh-huh. You know, when you're married or you're dating someone, you work out Spot together. Me. Oh, yeah, I got you. I got you. <laughs> then after a while, one person's like, oh, no, no, let's do this. Oh, let's do that. I know you're not doing that right. Well, you need to go uh, do, you know, you start creating some friction. They start like hating working out together. Yeah. I mean, do yeah. like you and your hubby, do you guys work out together? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. So you got it already. Yeah. No, I mean, sometimes we'll go to like, we, there's this class that we like called Lip Method, which is like sort of like a uh, circuit sort of training where you do like rowing and then you'll do like resistant band. Okay. So it's like a low impact, high intensity training, which is great. So we'll go do that together, but mm-hmm. we're, we're not like in the gym like spotting like no. next yeah. to each other going come on come on no <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> you need some space <laughs> right so, so one time I, I did make him do pilates with me one time and it was way harder than he thought it would be <laughs> yeah. right of course yeah. pilates like, that's no joke yeah it hits different yeah it just yeah i love it so they had two separate workouts locations and that was their their secret the lanes yep that was one of their i'm serious that was yeah. like and no, they were I mean, they were very clear about it so yeah. like was like very clear their each their because think time. about it, they both i mean she was into fitness i think she was a dancer yeah, yeah. And he's mr fitness guy so they break. both felt they had the solution right so <laughs> you know i mean need, it makes sense yeah you need your time apart yeah 
you know. Plus, you know, I was trying to think of like Barbara whenever she's working out, she's always staring in the there mirror. There we go. <laughs> like, or it's like sometimes couples need like separate bathrooms because that could be the one triggering thing that like, oh, you know, point. separate closets. Or yeah. Whatever. Yes, I totally agree. Sometimes like, that's just stuff. like the one thing that you need. If that's the one thing that you're going to constantly butt heads over, then just separate it. Yeah. See, I, like I get that. it. See, people didn't know they were going to get this kind of wisdom today. I know. See? <laughs> but anyway, I just want to say thank you, though, for thank you. making thank time you so much. be on our, our little show and share some insight because there's so many people that want to get into the Hollywood game. Mm-hmm. And that being said, any words of advice? For, to yeah, them? that's right. Getting into, I mean, you just got to do it. If you decide that you want to do it, don't overthink it. Don't, you, you, don't try to have too much of a plan. Just do it and you'll find a way and you'll figure it out and give it all you got. And just remember that it's tough out here. Survival of the fittest. But, <laughs> but you know what? Where there's a will, there's a way. But yeah. That's all. <laughs> nice. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And for those who are tuning in, yeah, as always, we want to say, you know, get healthy, be healthy, and always stay healthy. Hello, everyone. This is Robert Ferguson, and thank you for watching our show. Now, be sure to like, subscribe, and click on the bell so that you are notified whenever we upload new shows. Again, thank you for watching.